Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. We are reaching the end of Ramadan. It is that last time, those last days where we have a chance to get in all the good things. And I want to um, let everyone know that this podcast is a very special podcast because it is for um, the benefit of the Muslim community, but also for the benefit of some of the new brothers and sisters that come into this deen and often go um, overlooked. And so this podcast, I apologize, is coming at the end of Ramadan. I wish so much to put it at the beginning, but um, the request for it came later on and I had so many other requests before it so I just really was trying to be respectful and mindful and unfortunately it's at the end however don't worry this information can be used for this Ramadan even after Ramadan is over and into the next Ramadan it's just something really good for everyone inshallah ta'ala um, the topic of today is going to be reverts in Ramadan we're going to cover some of the highlights of the struggles of new reverts this will be directed towards born Muslims and the revert community because we're going to discuss some common struggles that reverts go through because I think everybody needs to know about it in the board Muslim side but also the reverts that are new to the deen new to the religion need to know that they're not the only ones this is a very common struggle it's expected and it's nothing new um, for the history of people who have become Muslim the other thing we're going to cover are some common misconceptions that happen um, with reverts. And the last is some advice for born Muslims and for reverts, inshallah. So if you don't already know, also guys, we are on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com. We are also on Instagram. It's the fastest way to reach me for comments, questions, or any other advice. You can get the voicemails here with me. You can interact with me here. Or you can also do it there. You can DM me on Instagram. We have a new YouTube channel and we are... Like I said, after Ramadan, going to have a bunch of new content on different topics. So please don't forget to subscribe at the notification bell so you won't miss out on those. We are also a little bit on Facebook and Twitter. So diving right in, the, we're going to do today is highlight some of the struggles of newer reverts, clear up some misconceptions, like I said, and um, give some practical advice on how to make the most out of what is left of Ramadan and the time after or the road ahead in Shaltara. Now, for born Muslims who don't know, and for reverts, so that they know they're not the only ones, you know, everyone gets excited when a revert makes shahada. Alhamdulillah, it's a beautiful, beautiful time. For the Muslim community, it kind of revives their iman, iman excuse me, and for the their faith. And for the, the new Muslims, it's like this beautiful new beginning, and they feel kind of excited about it. And overall, you know, uh, subhanAllah, there's all different kinds of reverts with all different kinds of situations. But at the end of the day, these these brothers and sisters who newly come into Islam have kind of like a whole road ahead of them and that time for shahada is so precious and so beautiful but it's also um usually the time right after that is where the real struggle begins and I think not many um it's you know in New York I don't know how it is for the rest of the world I'm super interested guys so definitely let me know give me some uh, messages about that but in New York there's been some kind of a boom in the last year or two in trying to help reverts there's been so many revert groups that have sprung up events for reverts they're having aids for reverts they're having um, just regular meetups it's really really starting to come alive and it's just it's just well like long overdue but alhamdulillah it's coming it's coming slowly and um, I don't know about the rest of the world but there's a lot of things that 
reverts go through. And I think that it's it's really great that they, they come to Islam, but it's promised after that, in all honesty, that we will all be tested for these choices, right? <laughs> and Allah's kind of like saying, do you think you'll just say la ilaha illallah and not be tested? You think you're just going to come to this deen, come to this religion, and Allah's not going to test your sincerity in that choice. And the way he tests this is he kind of puts things in front of us in our life so we have a chance to prove that, no, we, we do want this better self, this new way of life. And um, we're willing to give things up that we might not really want to give up or do things in a different way, even though it might be hard. And so today I just want to highlight a couple of the common struggles of reverts. One of the main struggles that they go through is that they end up becoming confused about their identity in the beginning. And it's totally normal. They almost have to live like double lives. Like when you're with your non-Muslim family and friends, they still know you as who you've always been. But then you have this other new life that you're you're not really sure how to live anymore you know excuse me live because it's new to you and then the old life that you used to have you're not quite sure how to live it anymore because now you've assumed this new identity as a muslim so this the reverts kind of have to teeter between two worlds this muslim world that they're kind of learning about as they're going and their old life that they kind of have this nostalgic stuff they want to hold on to but they might also have some stuff about it they don't like and they're not really sure and that's totally normal and okay um, another common struggle for reverts is that they get confused about daily life rituals. Like, how do you actually live like a Muslim now? Now, Muslim, I made shahada yesterday. Now, actually, how do I live? And by these new reverts, I mean between the first one to three years is that newer phase. So that's kind of what I'm referring to. You know, how to like dress, how to how to engage with people outside. Um, you know, how to do daily stuff like how to how to pray or shower or eat. Or, or fast or these new things about living their life it's very new these things that we take for granted as born muslims another thing that reverts um are usually struggling with a lot is how to have relationships with other people with our new identity as muslims especially as women we are not sure maybe how to interact with the opposite sex like when we have men approach us how do we approach them and engage with them as a muslim female as opposed to before and it's something like you learn as you go um there's many, many things that are confusing. Like maybe if it's a, another man you're talking to and he's Muslim, why isn't he making eye contact with me? Um, or why is he making too much eye contact with me? Sometimes it's one or the other. Sometimes it's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Um, so there's a lot of new things that they have to learn about having relationships or not having relationships and the boundaries that come with those things. Another thing that confuses reverts is Ramadan and what a typical day should look like. Like all the Muslims go off and I'm kind of new and I don't know a lot of Muslims. What are they doing in their house? What's happening and what am I missing out on? What should I be doing? What shouldn't I be doing? And it's just kind of this mystical thing that they, they don't have a lot of experience. And so it's something that can sometimes be a struggle. Um, another thing reverts um, struggle with is they might be confused about different new feelings they're having that are like these internal struggles of loneliness and the fact that they might feel like no one understands them and what they're going through. And this is totally understandable because they are doing something that maybe other Muslims in the community haven't experienced and therefore they're less sensitive to it and they don't always know how to support or react to it. And so they can feel alone or isolated at times. And lastly, often reverts feel that the Muslim community doesn't really welcome them after the shahada. Yes, they make the shahada, they congratulate them and it's so happy. But after that, they often don't feel like they ever fit in. 
and sometimes they're told of a lot of like inshallah inshallah you'll come sit with us inshallah we'll help you and they don't always get it and they kind of get left to fend for themselves so i just wanted to throw that out there some common struggles that reverts go through and in ramadan in this holiday and in the eid it's usually the most difficult time for reverts and the most painful time because it's a time of community a lot of people are doing things with their families and if reverts don't have families they feel very very alone and so it becomes um, like a bittersweet, like happy because they want to welcome the month like the rest of us, but kind of sad because they're doing a lot of the struggling of the fasting and breaking their fast and praying alone. So these are just common things I wanted to highlight out there. If you are a revert experiencing these things, you're not the only one. Reverts all over the world go through these things. Reverts in the time of the prophet, peace be upon him, went through these things. They're totally normal. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that you're doing that isn't enough. These are very common things and they should be expected. And there, we should just instead learn more how to navigate them, not to want them to disappear. This is just part of the process, like anything else. Okay, some common misconceptions. Now, this goes for the Muslims and the non-Muslims, because I find almost like the ignorance on both sides, I'm sorry to say, because I, for some reason, I don't know, as an Ummah lately, we want to give a lot of advice. It's really, really great that we're on social media giving tons of advice, advice about all kinds of things, especially in Ramadan. But unfortunately, sometimes it's dangerous advice. When we don't know the answer 100% to anything, as Muslims, we should not speak. And it, we also shouldn't speak when there are things that are like large, major life decisions, and we don't have um, an educated background in those things. Basically, what I'm saying is sometimes we, I see Muslims giving fatwas, fatwas to other Muslims or to other new reverts on things that are critical and actually super dangerous. So I get a lot of them out there. So when the first advice I would give is like with the misconceptions is like, don't think that anyone can just give advice and you should take advice from anyone. And that goes for the Muslims and the, and the reverts because unfortunately, um, reverts just think, well, Muslims know everything. And some Muslims are thinking, hey, I'm not that educated. I don't have a degree in that or this and that, but I just want to share whatever my two cents are. So either way, it's kind of dangerous. Another one is... Um, about Ramadan, a lot of, you know, reverts get really confused because they're seeing things that we do, um, you know, in Ramadan. And sometimes like we're not supposed to do things in Ramadan, but reverts are watching born Muslims and they're watching them make mistakes and it confuses them inside of Ramadan, even outside of Ramadan. For example, like there are Muslims, they're not supposed to sell pork. They're not supposed to drink. They're not supposed to date but many times they do. They do all those things and they're horrible examples, you know, some of our people, but like we don't realize that sometimes mistakes that we're making for ourselves, other people are watching. We're not super conscious or maybe we don't care. We feel like, oh, it's not my problem, you know, like, but it, subhanAllah, we're all accountable. And so at some level as Muslims, we should be really super conscious about the fact that other people are watching us. And even the non-Muslims, they're confused by our behavior sometimes because it contradicts what our book says. Um, another misconception is like how we should deal with relationships with men. A lot of reverts, they come into Islam and they don't understand because no one properly explains it to them that they cannot date. Um, they cannot um, hold casual conversations and friendships with men, whether it's a digital online or it's in person. And I know like there's this new kind of like free 
free to be me and this whole like I don't know this very comfortable society where everything is adi everything is like no big deal but it really is kind of the trick of shaitan and we're told about it in our religion that these things are made to be like the halal is haram and the haram is halal things are made to seem like no big deal and that's actually a sign of the end times so I think we should just realize that that sometimes people will give advice to them about relationships with men and what's okay and not and I just advise reverts to to do their own homework and not just think everything's okay um, with relationships with men it's very very strict guidelines and i think we should um make an effort to try to find out what they are and if we want information on any of these things guys you can please um like i said message me and say that any of these topics or points that i touched on or something you want to hear more about another one is hijab i just kind of feel hear awful advice all the time i know there's a lot of new styles of hijabs and i'm not going to get into all that that's not what this podcast is about but i will say that you know i hear advice all the time for reverts that they don't have to wear hijab hijab is a choice or they could wear it eventually someday and that's just kind of all not really true and i wish if people felt these things they would just kind of keep them to themselves because at least if the sin is on themselves they don't you know that's okay but like don't share that with other people that are practicing the dean even me myself if there's anything i feel like i'm not super good at i don't advise other people like you know it's just not it's just better to stay silent and i really just encourage all of us to do that a little bit more so hijab is not optional in any way all of the madhab all of them completely agree it's 100 percent has to be done but yes with reverts things are new things are difficult for them we understand but like anything else in life we have to give an effort we can't just say hmm that's not for me or oh no that's uncomfortable or oh make you know oh i can't get a job oh i can't get this there's tons of information on this topic in itself but just keep in mind that the hijab is not optional it is not a choice but it's something that you should look more into and find out the rules and regulations and the easiest way to to integrate it into your life inshallah and the same thing with fasting i've heard people tell new reverts they don't have to fast allah forgives them allah doesn't expect them to do that that's not really true guys and that's and not fasting is a serious sin reverts should be at least attempting we understand if they can't do it we understand um if if it's hard for them and it's their first time totally understandable but they should wake up every day intending to fast intending to try if they fail here or there this is between them and Allah but we definitely should encourage them that it is not something optional and please please if if you're not able to give good advice again just try to keep it to yourself and advise them to someone else who maybe could give them advice on that topic that has a background in Islam Islamic knowledge um, the other one is so at this point I just want to give some general advice to the Muslim community and to the revert community and all this advice guys that's coming to you is from me having an extensive amount of uh, experience and relationship with reverts I work a lot with the Muslim community and I'm kind of um, a regular liaison or, or, or activist, even between the Muslim and non-Muslim community. So a lot of this information is just information from years and years and years of dealing with um, both sides and seeing what goes on. And so it's just a little bit of advice towards, um, like I said, the whole community. So as far as born Muslims, there's some advice. Don't underestimate the influence and effect that you have on others in a positive or negative way. That could actually go for reverts or other Muslims. Sometimes, like I said, we have our own personal struggles and that's okay. We're all at different places in our deen. It's totally fine in our religion. But we have to be really careful that when we're sinning, that we're not sinning in an obvious way or a way that's so not a big deal that we confuse other people who are watching us. You know, So just trying to understand that whatever we do, we are a constant example of 
of our people or our religion of our religion number two just try to be a good example overall good character is something that the prophet peace be upon him had and he encouraged and sometimes it just speaks for itself you don't even have to talk about religion just being an honest person a kind person you know all these things is it just it just draws people to you and to whatever it is that you believe because it's such like we live in a kind of a world where that's just odd sometimes people are are not as nice and not as is as kind and honest so it's something really really we should just keep in mind number three be more sensitive be more sensitive to reverts and to their struggle sometimes we kind of brush them off and they're really going through some of them get thrown out of their houses guys some of them are homeless like they have really big issues sometimes they have medical problems and we just like brush them off send them to measured to measured it's just so cold-hearted and we don't mean it maybe but we're just not that sensitive to what's going on and you never know your words could just tip someone over the edge if they're already feeling alone and um and you're not included you know number um so that leads me to the next point which is be more inclusive if you know a revert is new to the dean and let's say you're having a little party or iftar in your house for ramadan try to be more inclusive invite reverts um encourage them encourage other people to invite reverts allow them to have more opportunity to integrate them into our community they often feel a bit ostracized and isolated and the last ones are I know this is horrible to say, but guys, we have to be a little bit less biased or a little bit less racist. Sometimes when people come into the Dean and they're from a culture that we're not familiar with or a skin color that you might not be used to dealing with sometimes we give off the vibe of being racist and i'm just gonna like throw it out there for real i could tell you tons of community members that have come up to me several times and said i feel like you know xyz group of muslims are, are racist towards me because i'm different because of my color of my skin or because of my cultural background and they feel it right away sometimes we're making body language with our eyes with our face we don't even realize it the way we're standing and we can make people feel super uncomfortable when they're already vulnerable so just try to be a little bit more mindful of the vibe you're giving off and just keep in mind that we are all brothers and sisters in Islam. And the last one is just like overall to the Muslim community, just be more supportive for reverts. They're going through a lot. Think of the time for the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he was just, um, you know, bringing Islam to the forefront of the community of the Quraysh it was something like they thought he was a magician he was a poet he was crazy and when people were coming to this dean they were killed they were just treated horribly it's and then the the people that came to support them when they even when they moved into Medina you know the um they were they were supported by a particular people that really just ended up allowing them to thrive and grow and we need to be that supportive community for these new people that are coming to Islam Okay, so for the reverts, my last um, piece of advice in this podcast is towards the reverts. First part of advice to them is don't be alone. Be as close to the Muslims as possible. It can make all the difference. Now, you might not know a ton of Muslims and it might feel awkward at first, but it's like any other big move in life. It's kind of like moving to another state, right? Or starting over. You can't change unless you dive right in and find your way. It's going to be totally scary at first, like a new career or a new move. But if you're sincere and you have patience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide you. So don't be afraid. Dive right in. But try not to stay alone and away from the Muslims. It will definitely harm your iman. It will harm your deen. The second one is seek knowledge from sound sources. Be really mindful not to just Google every question you have. 
Try to go to a mosque or a center or somewhere where you can find sound knowledge. Do not take advice from any random Muslim. I know that's horrible to say, but it's different than Christianity. In Christianity, um, you know, everyone can kind of say their opinion or their version of things. In Islam, it's not like that at all. We should make sure that we especially go to um, particular sources for knowledge and just make sure that you are, are not, like I said, approaching just anyone. You're finding out their background and their information and making sure you go to specific sources. Number three, stay away from being taught by men. And this one is especially for women. You do not know how many women come to Islam by way of dating. Dating Muslim guys who taught them about Islam or told them about Islam, got them excited. And, you know, then they end up like dating the guy, then it doesn't work out, then the guy's gone, then their Islam is gone. Islam, you know, Allah, our relationship with God, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a beautiful thing. We do not want to treat it like some random like pair of shoes that we throw on and throw off. It's the Allah. We have to take it seriously. So please try to seek circles of women because also sometimes men, unfortunately, try to take advantage of these new women. And there are tons of horror stories of reverts who are just sweet and innocent and and they just end up having men prey on them because they don't know so much. And this is not because Muslims are bad. This is just the nature of people and human beings. Sometimes people are just not all, all that great. And so just, yeah, seek circles of women. It's safer for you and you'll be less chance of sin and other issues that could arise from that whole dynamic of relationship. Another one is separate culture and Islam. Sometimes you're going to see horrible examples from the Muslims. It is not Islam. Like if you see anything with domestic violence or you see anything with racism or you see anything with just bad um, mannerisms or cultural practices that go against Islam. Again, sometimes the Muslim community is very cultural. I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not watch people and think that everything is acceptable or normal. Sometimes you have to think, is that maybe cultural and not religious necessarily and that's often um boundaries even muslims themselves do not know the boundaries of these even within their own faith and within their own culture because they were just raised and and no one ever explained which is cultural and which is religious so also be forgiving to those muslims who don't necessarily know um the next one is know your identity has nothing to do with men like i said please try to find a way as a female. I know it's hard when Muslim men are super nice to you and they want to teach you and help you, but please try to keep your religious relationship between Allah and then the men and, 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 and different things you see going on completely separate. You'll find it so much easier when you're learning to, um, when you're trying to learn with complete sincerity. Um, the last two um, here... I'm going to put together, which is that hijab and fasting is not optional. Don't let anyone tell you that. That's a total misconception. There are some, um, and the other thing is some people say like, I'm not ready for hijab yet. One day I'll be ready. And then, you know, like you're never going to be ready for hijab. <laughs> hijab is never going to be easy. Fasting is never going to be easy. There's never going to be a time when you're going to be ready. That's not how it works. So, and you're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be religious enough for hijab. There's tons of people who wear hijab and they're not that religious, but it's okay because we're trying our best. All of us are going to rise and fall on a constant basis. Rasulullah says that our iman will go up and down until we die. It's totally normal. No one will ever be an angel. That's never happening. So let's not wait for that moment. And um, I know I said those the last two I meant to say. Sorry, that was a bundle. Um, then I have two more here and these are my last two. Is um, One for family. Don't disrespect your parents even if they're bad to you and they reject you when you become Muslim. Some of the most beautiful stories 
are when parents you would never imagine who hated Islam end up coming to Islam by seeing how beautiful their children, what kind of like beautiful character they turned into after they became Muslim. So subhanAllah, take their words, just be silent, suck it up, walk away. They're your parents at the end of the day. We have great respect for parents in Islam. Sometimes they'll come around after a year or two or three or four. It's okay. It's okay. And there's a lot more to be said about that, but I'll leave it at that. The last piece of advice is if you're having trouble finding what you're really supposed to be behaving like, like the day-to-day, how to, how to get dressed, how to eat, how to this, the most beautiful book you will ever find to, this is a very old school book, so people will know what I'm talking about, is Riyadh Salihin. Riyadh Salihin. Riyadh Salihin is a book that has the how-to of how the Prophet, peace be upon him, did everything. So even if you live in a community where Muslims don't practice that well, or you live in a community where you don't interact with Muslims, you're totally isolated. This is a beautiful book. I'm sure it's on a PDF somewhere on the internet. It's in every big Muslim bookstore you'll ever find. Um, And so, you know, this book will tell you exactly how to behave. And this is exactly how many, many reverts learn by looking at this book, knowing it from back to back, you know, cover to cover. So inshallah ta'ala, just know that every dua you have will be answered by Allah. Every help you need, you will find it if you sincerely wish to seek for that help. And for the Muslim community, please guys, let's be more helpful to our reverts, especially in Ramadan. Many of them come in the masjid, no one even gives them salam. They come and they feel so alone. No one invites them to eat. They're fasting all day alone. They don't have anyone to break fast with. It's a really hard time. Being kind to one another is part of our religion and make sure that we are more inclusive to them. And for the reverts, don't feel alone. Everything good comes with time. Just be consistent. Be persistent. And don't worry. I promise you, I have some beautiful success stories that I know. And inshallah ta'ala, you'll have your own success story too. So that was just a little something for reverts this Ramadan. I didn't want to leave them out. Please, guys, like I said, let's spend these last couple days focusing on just doing the best to change our character. May Allah make it easy for all of you. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of your ibadah, all of your worship, and make your fasting easy and um, allow us to reach aid, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.